0: What an issue you just can't fix. On the fence about what direction you should take. Been wrestling with a situation that's out of control. Let's take it out of the too, too hard, hard basket. basket.
1: Okay, one of your sticky situations is coming out of the too hard basket and we are going to try to unstick it, unlint it and helping us out are comedian Lou Wall and ABC Newcastle Drive presenter Paul Culliver. Welcome to you both. Hi, hi. Hey, so welcome. And I want to just start with a quick gut check from you both. What's your immediate reaction, Lou, when I say
0: high school reunion? I had a high school reunion, my 10-year high school reunion two weeks ago. And my immediate gut reaction is crazy, but positive. Okay, great. Okay, Paul, what about you? Uh,
2: Tedious, (laughs) but I'd rather... I'd rather be there than not.
1: I love (laughs) these two different perspectives. This is really going to help us. Amy has written in with her dilemma. Here we go. She writes, My high school class from the 1970s is due a reunion soon. I'm not sure whether to attend. I'm always a bit nervous about attending these events because although I do keep up with my own friendship group, I don't remember most of the others and feel there's a little left in common now. I was a shy person and on the outer, and it's been such a long time since we were all in school together plus this year the event is being hosted by someone who used to bully me and the behavior was never reported or resolved it's a long ago problem and i don't think about it anymore except when reunions come up i've seen her at previous events and she made a point of coming up to me and saying something weird and hard to interpret it certainly was not friendly it could be a triggering situation okay i want to pause here and check back in with Paul and Lou. Paul, how is that situation landing so far with you?
2: (laughs) Okay, so I had my 10-year reunion, I think five years ago, I'm about 15 years out of school, to think that it's still going to be an issue as to whether you want to go back to your <laughs> high school reunion like some 30, 40 years later. That is really concerns me for my future school reunions.
0: <laughs> yes. Lou, how about you? <laughs> Literally did I like kind of didn't anticipate that there'd be like multiple like every 10 years or like that kind of thing. It and just and doesn't stop, scary. I guess. It's a scary prospect.
1: Okay, let's get back to Amy now. Amy says, at the same time, we're getting older. It's one of ever fewer opportunities to connect with some of the people from my past. There will be people there that I would enjoy connecting with again. And after previous get togethers, we always say we'll meet up again soon, but we never do. Also, one of my cl- close friends is going and I haven't told her yet that I may not be there to support her. We always do the I'll go if you go thing. There are other friends who simply never go. And I kind of admire them for being so decisive. I always feel torn myself more so this time. Should I make an excuse and bow at or push through? So it's like Romy and Michelle, but Romy can't make it. You know, they're going to be just by themselves. Uh, so let's get into it. Paul, uh, we just kind of, you kind of said that this is going to be your life for the next few years. So let's talk. Forever. About, your reunions let's put your lens forever. on it. That, yeah, we're going to live forever. We're going to keep going to our reunions. That's the way it's going to be. Um, Amy has already articulated a sense of conflict. It sounds like she's talking herself into it.
2: Yeah, I like that. I, I mean, look, I, I would just hate to think that. Some you know trauma or you know or maybe you know lower, lower level than trauma, some baggage from your high school days is still dictating what you're doing in your adult life. Like I'd hate to think that that's the case. So that is kind of sad. But I really like there's some real, real like positive, like bright spots in that comment about friends and connecting with people and supporting other friends from high school. So I think there's 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 clearly some benefit from it.
1: Okay, Lou, how about you? You just said that you were very pro reunion so far. You just had your first. Tenure, maybe it'll feel different in forty years for you. But uh, there's a, there's
0: there's quite a bit of angst in that in that message from Amy. What are your thoughts on that level of angst? There is a lot of angst. I think going into mine, I was very. Um Uh, I was kind of under the impression that people don't change. But I think, like, my huge takeaway was, like, people really do change. And, like, it sounds like she's been to multiple reunions. So, potentially, these bullies do not change. But I think, uh, like, it's always exciting to give people the opportunity to be kind again. And it does, like, suck that it is hosted by this person. And, you know, but I'm also, like, surely there are, like, multiple groups of people there. And maybe you can get away with, like, not talking to the bully.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is definitely an idea, though. They are hosting, so you might have to at least say hello, Paul. Yeah, nice you. Yeah, there are those classic friends that you don't get around to catching up with, as Amy mentions, but are nice to see at the event. So mm. do you think it's worth going for
2: that? I think so, yeah. I mean... <sighs> I think, and look, uh, I think the further and further you get into adult life, you know, your opportunity to make friends and to gain new friendship groups kind of tends to diminish. We know that happens. Um, I've certainly found that I've sort of traveled around quite a bit and lived in different places in Australia in my adult life. And so every three years so far has been the pattern I've sort of had to make new friends. And so the idea that I can go back somewhere and, and reconnect with some of those people is actually a really special idea. Can I tell you very quickly, mm. the most random thing, I've just moved to Newcastle in the last six weeks. Smallest world thing in the world. One of my colleagues here, who's a news journalist at ABC Newcastle, has married a guy I went to school with in Melbourne. Oh. And he lives here Wild.
1: Now. Well, you've got some <laughs> built-in friends right there. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: So we're going to have, we haven't met up yet because things have been crazy, but that will be a mini high school reunion. We weren't even friends in high school, but just because we were in the same year level, we're going to meet up and because he's now my colleague's husband. So, you know, there's opportunities for connection. Well,
1: that's, I love that sense of optimism. Lou, there's another dynamic there that Amy's identified, which is uh, her close friend is going, but she hasn't told her yet that she's wavering. How do
0: you think Amy's friend would feel if she just bailed? See, I think if your close friends in, you gotta go. That's a that's a commitment that you you need to honor. I also think like she should go for the gossip. Like, there's going to be so much juicy <laughs> gossip, and hearing it after the fact is just never as good. I think you gotta go for the gossip and just the stories. And I think the, even the fact that she still has a close friend who's kind of you know there to protect her and like in it with her, I think that's like such an amazing relationship to go in with and you might as well lean on that if you need to. Lou,
1: that's so true. Sometimes you go to an event purely for the debrief afterwards, don't you? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Amy's asking, though, whether she should push through, which to me is such a significant choice of words because it shows that level of social anxiety, I think, that she is feeling. How can we pep talk Amy around? Uh, Because pushing through anything is not a good feeling. What do you say, Paul? Well, I'm, I think
2: has she has such a good lay of the land. She knows what she's going into. She knows the psychological uh, sort of um, nuances to uh, this person, their previous bullying, the fact that there's got to be people there that she's going to be happy to see and friendly with. So I kind of feel like there's an opportunity there to really pregame in her mind, put on a psychological uh, suit of armour, and sort of go, you know, I know exactly what I'm walking into here, so I can be ready for it. I can think about some of the things I'm going to say. If this person that bullied me previously says something weird, I can have a response ready to go. Even if it's just as simple as, what did you mean by that? Or like try to engage them if that's what they want to do. So I think actually kind of the fact that you know who's going to be there and a little bit about how what they like and what kind of things they're going to throw at you gives you an opportunity to prepare, I think.
1: Mm. Lou, how do you think Amy and her close friend could kind of come up with a plan on how to make it through together, which would be fun for them also? my
0: immediate reaction is just like tequila shots before you go (laughs) but I
1: think well they did graduate high school in the 1970s so maybe not quite the same kind of alcohol
0: stamina that (laughs) a young one might have (laughs) glass is shoddy. I don't know something like that um I think there's like the thing about a high school reunion is like technically you can leave at any time they can always have an escape (laughs) plan take a fake phone call you know call it in a sickie like they probably did at high school um I think there are like there are multiple points at which you can leave. But um, I love that idea of having like a psychological suit of armor and like prepping some responses if you're socially anxious or just like at least telling your friend how you feel so you're going into it with someone who knows um, what situation you're kind of putting yourself in. Okay,
1: so are you both leaning towards the, that Amy should go? That's what I'm thinking, but yeah,
0: what do you think, yeah. Paul? Can
2: I, can I just say, Lou, you've just given me the, the greatest idea. What if um, they go in and mean girls the bully... Oh they go God. in and then they <laughs> hang out for like a little bit, like an hour, and then they all decide to kick on to another location and don't invite the bully.
0: Wow. Also, here's the thing she's hosting, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's at her house. So, like, there's a great opportunity to take a massive shit in the
1: upstairs <laughs> toilet. You know <laughs> I always thought you were gonna say eat all the food. I <laughs> mean you've taken it to the next level. <laughs> oh check,
2: check out the medicine cabinet for sure. Okay,
1: well, uh, yeah, that's interesting, Lou. If you if you go to a dinner party at someone's house that you don't like i i know that i have to go to the bathroom before you don't (laughs)
0: invite me unless i love
1: you paul you spoke earlier about this psychological suit of armor right let's say that amy is in front of you and you have a chance to just kind of be that ted lasso to amy what would you say (laughs)
2: look i mean the problem is that i'm you know i'm like a pretty confident person in most situations that I can kind of just project energy and confidence to sort of get through. So putting myself in Amy's shoes is a bit harder, but I think I would just say, look, ultimately you have lived your life. If you think about the last 30, 40 years of your life, think about all the amazing things you've achieved, how insignificant that uh, experience back in high school was in the grand scheme of things, how you've put it behind you, Um, and at the end of the day, this person might be a bit weird and awkward and say some strange things, but then you walk away and you're done. Like that's just a small compartment of a sliver of life compared to all the opportunities to get to connect with the people that you get to connect with.
1: I like that. That's great. Now I'm going to take it in a different direction with you, Lou, in the last minute <laughs> or so we have left. Uh, I know that you're both team go to the reunion, but we also have a lot of people on the Facebook page saying, don't go if it doesn't feel right. It's fine. You know, you don't. You haven't seen these people in a long time. Should we also give Amy permission to just skip it if she doesn't want to go?
2: No. Nah. No. I-
0: no. I think absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. I like, if someone presents me with a decision, I like to go really hard on one choice, one option. And then if you get to the end of this and you're still hearing it and you're like, it just isn't for me, I think you know yourself. Like, I think you always have to make the final decision. I personally would go for the sweet, sweet revenge and the gossip. Mm. But um, if you get to the end of this and you, your gut, listen to your gut. Yeah, absolutely. Your gut, is, your
1: telling. gut is, is telling you important things. And uh, I guess it's kind of, I think, you know, if I can be so bold. I think there's no wrong decision here for Amy as long as she figures out what works for her. And if she goes and she has that fun moment and she can have the debrief with a friend, all the better because who doesn't love a ride home gossip in the car (laughs) situation? Uh, I want to thank you both so much for coming and joining me to help Amy talk through her uh, high school reunion dilemma. Amy, let us know how you go, what you decided either way. If you have a problem in your too hard basket, you can email us, lifematters at abc.net.au. Put two hard basket in the subject line and we will help you sort it out. Big thanks to comedian Lou Wall and ABC Newcastle Drive presenter Paul Culliver for helping sort this one out.
0: Find more great
2: ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.